RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. You're listening to Red Pill 78. As always, my name is Zach Payne, the Corruption Detector, and this is another exciting edition of Red Pill News for Saturday Night Livestream. Joining me on the studio tonight, good friend of the program, fellow Badlander, fellow truth seeker, my friend Tina Peters. You know, in a world that seems to be made up of nothing but lies. The truth is the only thing that actually matters. And tonight, we're going to be bringing that truth. Tina, of course, is the star of Selection Code. If you haven't seen it, we'll talk about the film, but I highly suggest you do. It goes through the trials and tribulations that Tina's been put through simply for trying to shine a light on the truth. That fight continues on, and hopefully we can support here here tonight. So if you wouldn't mind, hit that like button. Hit that red pill if you're over there on pilled.net. Thank you so much to Cindy4557 for dropping that phone. Appreciate the direct support of the channel. And uh, big shout out to everybody hanging out over there on Rumble as well. Yeah, Fredo, Lisa keeps the air conditioning very, very cold in this house. So when I have to wear those blazers, it's not a big deal. (laughs) All right, without further ado, I need you to sit back, relax, grab your popcorn. We're going to be right back after this with Tina Peters. According to the CDC, 73.6% of adults are overweight, with a further 40% of those adults in the obese category. It is arguably the biggest health crisis in our nation, and what's worse is that obesity and excess body fat are linked to a load of adverse medical conditions. It's clear that being at a healthy weight is the quickest way for people to take care of their health and longevity. Now, this is why I highly recommend including this amazing supplement in your daily routine. Its main ingredient is one little-known yet well-researched nutrient that science says can help get rid of body fat. It's called conjugated linoleic acid, or CLA, and it's been shown to reduce fat storage while speeding up fat breakdown. It essentially hinders your body's ability to store fat in favor of supporting your body's ability to burn fat. And the best part about it is it comes from an evidence-based 2,400 milligrams of CLA per serving, plus even more naturally derived nutrients that assist with a healthy metabolism and weight management. Every order using the link down below comes with several free gifts, and that's including 51% 51% off, a 60-day money-back guarantee, 
free shipping, free VIP health and fitness coaching for life, plus two free ebooks entitled The Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat and The Top 8 Exercises That Reduce Belly Fat. And last but not least, a portion of all these orders goes towards helping feed a hungry child in need. Order now by going to my special website, trimwithred.com. Once again, that's trimwithred.com or just click the link in the description box below. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And please join me in welcoming our guest once again, Miss Tina Peters. Tina, how are you tonight? Thank you, Zach, for having me on. I am doing great. It's, uh, you know, I just have seven felonies, three misdemeanors. I've already been found guilty of two uh, additional misdemeanors. But you know what? Whatever we need to do to save this republic is what we're going to do, right? Absolutely. Amen. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I, I've loved about you since the the very beginning of this saga uh, is that y- you seem to just remain I- entirely optimistic uh, despite facing what seems to be overwhelming odds. You know, a lot of people in your position uh, in the past, I mean, people have just folded, you know, I mean, it's so much easier to just say, hey, you know what, you're the state. You obviously have a lot more money and power than me, so I'm just going to kneel and you tell me what you want to do. But uh, that's not you. That's not what you do. No, no. You know, it's what God leads you to. He'll see you through. And, uh, you know, I've always told the truth. What I did was righteous and was right. Uh, there, you're right though. There are some people that can't take it. My, they persuaded when I say they, I just mean collectively the criminals persuade, persuaded, uh, my elections manager to turn on me, testify against me and my chief deputy, which was a real shock. But, you know, when they, when they accused you and I'm talking about my chief deputy and my elections manager of felonies, then you know, a lot of people get scared um, and they, you know, they get fearful and they want to preserve their way of life. Uh, you know, they have family. I mean, I have, I have no one. <laughs> They've taken everything from me. You know, I mean, I, I was taking care of my husband after he was diagnosed with Parkinson's and dementia back in 2010. And he went into a nursing home when I, uh, in 2021, and I still took care of him. Well, when I left to go to the symposium, I saw him the day before I left. And um, and I've never seen him since. They actually went in and um, they, they concocted a fake power of attorney with an estranged sister that's never even come to visit us in the 30 years we've lived here and um, took control. Uh, and had him sign a divorce decree. I found out one month before we would have been married 35 years that I was divorced. And there went my husband, all of our veterans benefits. But luckily, I had spent six years uh, getting him 100% disabled um, through the VA. And so he's in a nursing home in Arkansas, um, and well taken care of. Um, And he still gets his disability and everything that I arranged for him. So um, but it's hard. It is hard. And, you know, as a as a cancer survivor, I, I survived cancer in 2016, lung cancer, didn't smoke, but I worked on airplanes as a flight attendant where it was just a tube of smoke yep. uh, for many years. And then after that, uh, I decided to get involved and went to a 
volunteer meeting for the GOP. And when I saw there were, I was one of eight people. I said, oh my gosh, I thought people that were good at this politicking thing were taking care of everything. (laughs) And so I, so I started walking and I said, we cannot let this woman get into the white house. And I walked and walked and walked. And that, that was the start of me becoming involved. And then I ran for, uh, for the Mesa County clerk and recorder, I told my son, my Navy still son, I always wear this. You'll see me wear the trident to remind me of him uh, every day. Uh, I said, honey, I think I'm going to run for office. He goes, oh, mom, you got this. The only thing is you'll probably do more than what was required. Well, <laughs> months little later. Little did he know. <laughs> little, little did any of us know. And months later, that was that was uh, December and January. By May, he was gone on Memorial Day. He 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 tragically died after serving um, nine years with the SEAL teams. Um, but I was running for office during that time, and uh, I I didn't even get a chance to grieve. I would start to go there, and you know, to grieve, and I'd be heading to an event where I had to be present. And I go, okay, I'll come back here but I need to be here right now. And so God taught me how to compartmentalize. He also gave me a good sense of humor, you know? Um, But when I was running for office, they would do stupid things to try to get me riled up. The the, the newspapers printed over 700 articles, front page articles above the fold about me. I I, I told him the other day. This is before the symposium? This is, no, this is all (laughs) total. But there okay. were there were there were about five hundred then uh, because they didn't they did not like that one of the cabal did not win the uh, clerk and recorder because there are over five divisions there are over uh, uh, Motor V which there were three and a half hour wait times and that's the reason why I decided to run for that office mm-hmm. uh, and for elections elections recording uh, clerk to the board of equalization, clerk to the board of county commissioners and accounting. And so it was quite the big, uh, the big, you know, uh, project to take on, but I knew that I would make a difference. And I did, um, and, uh, had much success there, never expecting Zach that I would uncover the biggest source of election fraud by seeing inside the belly of these machines. Amen. And it goes to show you just how important it is for people like us to run for local office, to get into these positions. I mean, it's quite obvious. You know, I I, I could understand uh, 700 plus articles written about you, nasty things after you brought all of this stuff to light. Uh, But to think that they were still coming after you even before that began, It's because even before they realized what you were going to do, they understood what you had the power to do with the position that you had, that you had the ability to blow the lid off this entire sordid mess, uh, the 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 rotten core of our election system. And they could not uh, they couldn't afford to allow you to do that. But, you know, God had other plans, obviously. Yes, he did. He did. And, you know, they tried to get a recall against me. They, they This is before I knew about ballot box stuffing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this Democrat uh, office holder, Democrat Party office holder was in my office and she was alone in the office. When I asked her what she was doing, this is during election time uh, for the uh, uh, the November election before the 2020, 2019. Mm-hmm. And she's, oh, I was just doing some emails. Well, when I looked at the 
when I looked at the t- uh, video, I was like, mm, she's back there with the ballots. And I told her, I said, no one should be back here unless there's two people, you know, a Democrat and Republican. No one should ever be back here alone. Well, I didn't know for months later until the February uh, 27th presidential uh, primary, when we pulled those first ballots, she kept asking, she kept saying, I want to be there. I want to be there when they first come in, when the very first box comes in. And, and um, I believe that she had stuffed the ballot box with ballots from the prior election. And they framed me for it. They said that I did not, um, I did not uh, um, uh, sweep the box. Well, I looked at the video of the box and there were only 200 200 ballots approximately that went in that box from 523 to seven when it was totally sealed. Mm-hmm. And they said there were 579 ballots that they oh, recovered. God. So, so the, immediately they were ready for a recall and went, put me through this whole recall thing. And, uh, Oh my God. I mean, it is, it is just gone on and on and on, but, um, you know, I've got a, I've got some videos showing you uh, kind of how they've how they've treated me physically, um, but because uh, you know this is such a big this is such a big um, it, it's a big prize. If they can mm-hmm. put me in prison, then no one will want to talk about elections. Oh no, no, there there would be a a, a massive chilling effect. And uh, to your point, uh, when you were discussing your uh, compatriots turning on you and uh, and testifying against you, this is exactly what the DOJ is attempting to get to happen right now against President Trump. They're going after the people in his inner circle and attempting to threaten them with felonies. Uh, certainly, we've already learned from uh, Walt Nauta's lawyer that uh, not only did they ad- attempt to bribe Walt Nauta into testifying against President Trump, but they also attempted to bribe his counsel uh, by suggesting that if he was to represent Walt Nauta and didn't get him to testify, uh, that it might uh, affect his own election for uh, to become a judge at some point in the near future. It's just as corrupt as it can possibly get. And every time we peel back a layer of the onion, it's like I'm never surprised anymore, Tina. It's like I'm like, of of course, of course, this is exactly how it is. It's just as bad as we feared. And oftentimes it's so, so much worse. Orders of magnitude worse than we could have possibly imagined. So I've got your, your website actually pulled up on screen here now for the audience. And uh, was there one of these uh, uh, videos from your site that you wanted me to pull up first? You know, um, there's a 30 second one where uh, it it was actually my ad for secretary of state that they also cheated me. We Mm -hmm. saw that real time uh, on election night where uh, get this, the CTCL secretary and one of the five directors was running as a Republican against me for, for Secretary of State, she was the one that funneled $470 million of Zuckerberg money to counties that Biden won. We yep. watched this whole thing. It was a report number three, Mason County report number three. You can show that one if you'd like. Okay. And then we'll show the coffee shop one and, and then maybe at the end show the selection code. Okay, I'll do that. Here we go. The Secretary of State weaponized her office against political opponents. Biden's Department of Justice wielded unnecessary force and intimidation to stop citizens from investigating their own elections. I was thrown into a cold, wet jail cell 
punished for exposing crimes in your Colorado voting systems, and I would do it all again. You've been watching political theater. They've taken their best shot, and I'll keep standing for you. TinaPeters.us. I love that. I love that, Abby. <laughs> you eating popcorn, watching the political theater as it happens, as it unfolds in real time. Uh, brilliant stuff. Thing, the interesting thing about the Secretary of State race. So, so I had already decided I was going to run again in January of that year uh, for 2022 for um, clerk because there was still things I wanted to do. <laughs> but uh, February 12th, the Biden administration said they were going to keep the J. Alex Halderman report. Now it's been released. Thank mm-hmm. goodness. Back then, they February 12th, they said, we're not going to release it to the public. And I said, I'm going to go for the belly of the beast and I'm going to run for secretary of state. So two days later on um, on the war room, I said, I'm running for secretary on Valentine's Day. It was because I love the people that I'm running for secretary of state. And I was I was 62 percent in the uh, at the, the GOP assembly. And then I was 47 percent up in the polls. This is a three way race. And somehow I came in last and we've already seen from Mesa County report number, number three, how they flipped the votes. And I'll, uh, as a matter of fact, if you don't mind, I will, uh, because I think it's important for people to know, Zach, that, that the information that we uncovered has not been disproved. Mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you how long, how long ago I've been called, it, it, I haven't been called a conspiracy theorist for a long time now. No, you're you're a conspiracy analyst, Tina. <laughs> but I don't know if you can put that up for people to see, but I, I'll go ahead and read from it because this is a document, an attestation from two forensic experts, Jeffrey O'Donnell and Dr. Walter Dougherty. I mean, uh, uh, Dr. Dougherty went to Harvard, Harvard. He's taught at A&M. I mean, these are computer science brilliant brilliant this is number three you said this is actually the um i don't know if you have this one or not the forensic examination proves vote you know what is that on your website that no it's not i need to put this on my website and i will okay but um do you want me to I don't know if people can see it if I hold it up or yeah, not. Yeah, th- they probably won't because it's going to be a, a pretty small on screen. But oh, go ahead and read from it. Yeah, if you don't mind me reading, because it's very it's very interesting. It said um, for, forensic examination proves vote manipulation and illegal destruction of records on Dominion voting machines. The, the person that really should be in prison right now and facing indictment is Jenna Griswold mm-hmm. in that and for for even allowing a vendor to do this or to be part of this, we examine okay uh, by Jeffrey O'Donnell and Dr. Walter Walter C. Dougherty. We examined a copy of the hard drive from a Dominion voting system computer used in Mesa County, Colorado, for two elections, November 2020 and April 2021. As independent experts, we determined that the machine secretly manipulated ballot data and destroyed critical records. Here are key findings. In both elections, after vote counting was underway, thousands of ballots that had already been counted were secretly reprocessed inside the voting machine, undetected by election officials. 
mm-hmm. alarming. Isn't that crazy? It's nuts. So you yeah. Know, you know, these these clerks and these election officials, they know, no, no, nothing to see here. They don't know. That's no. the point. No, and, and they and they won't allow us to take an honest look at these things because it's pro- proprietary information. You know, it's the uh, the the property of Dominion or ESNS or any of these various voting machine companies. Are all of them the same? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alarmingly, alarmingly, the voting system had internal Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, wireless adapters allowing unauthorized external connectivity, including to the internet. The open This opened the door for almost any computer with internet access anywhere in the world to connect to the software and server. The hard drive image shows that in both elections, two new unauthorized shadow databases were secretly created on the machine after counting began, either through hacking or preset algorithms. The hard drive image, so so I did, I commissioned to do a hard drive image before this trusted build and after. Mm-hmm. So the hard drive image shows that in both elections, two new unauthorized shadow databases were secretly created on the machine after counting began, either through hacking or preset algorithms. That's what that's what we were talking about. So so it's like it's like having two sets of books. Mm-hmm. The hard drive image shows that copies of digital records of select batches of already counted ballots were moved over to these shadow databases and recounted without notice to election officials or judges. The machine made only the reprocessed ballot files visible to the local election officials and hid the original not reprocessed ballot files, making the final vote counts exceed the number of ballots visible to officials. The number of ballots the machine selected for human evaluation was significantly different in the secret and unauthorized recount than it had been in the original recount. And what that means is, so with when ballots go through, some of them are kicked out for uh, either machine or or manual, uh, you know, uh, adjudication, right? Yep. So, so the number of ballots they selected for human eval- evaluation were significantly different in the secret and unauthorized count than it was in the original count. This means either new fraudulent ballot images had been substituted for the original ones, or the program settings were secretly changed after the voting began. Mm-hmm. The Dominion machine only recorded the vote tabulation in a single location, which assured that there would be no record of the original vote count before the uh, shadow databases were created. Now listen to this. The machine was preset to erase critical records within just a few days, including activity logs and user logins, which basically covered the tracks of anyone committing unauthorized access, software installation, manipulation, or network connections. And all of this information is required to be kept on file by law, by both state law and federal law. And I just want to say, we've got somebody out here who uh, doesn't believe that there is fraud in the election system. If this was happening 
uh, at the behest of Republicans, I would be just as irate about it as I am that it's clearly happening under the regime of Democrats. It, it, it's about having a free and fair election system. It's about being able to have the confidence in our ballots having been cast for the correct candidate and knowing that our uh, our right to elect our leaders and, and our representatives uh, is uh, remaining sacrosanct, that, that we don't have that taken away from us because we have. And I think that the very fact that we can't trust our election systems should go to show you that something must be done to address it. Either you keep acting like an asshole and telling half the country that we're crazy, okay, that, you know, we should just trust the election system, or maybe we come together. Maybe let's meet in the middle and let's actually take a good look at this stuff as Tina and her team have. Well, the last part, it says Dominion and Colorado's Secretary Secretary of State destroyed all data on the hard drive of Mesa County machine one month after the April 2021 election. So that's six months after the after the presidential election mm-hmm. as part of Dominion's nationwide so-called trusted build, even though federal and state laws, like you said, require election records to preser- be preserved at least for 22 months, 25 months in Colorado. So so we have the sauce. We have the receipts. I mean, I've got I've got um, Mesa County report one, two and three. They're on my website. People can go and 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 read them for themselves and see. And and oh, by the way, by mm-hmm. the way, you know this because I told you this. So I got um, they deposed me right to do a uh, a deposition in the Coomer versus Lindell. So Eric Coomer was a programmer uh, high yeah. up for Dominion, and th- this is really Dominion versus Lindell. But they deposed me to, you know, to give a deposition. They subpoenaed me to give a deposition. Well, I'm facing felony, um, you know, so so it was appropriate that I invoke the fifth. Mm -hmm. Um, Their questions, 491 of them, Zach. Oh, wow. Well, guess guess what? They played your show. They played your show. (laughs) (laughs) They they did. They played your show. I'm sitting there. I'm going... Oh my gosh! How so surreal! They're probably, they're probably watching I'm sure uh, they tonight. Are. But you know, here's the thing. This is the way I believe. If you tell the truth, you never have to worry about what you said. Mm-hmm. And so, try as they might, they can make up stuff. Like the the indictment is about um, is uh, uh, influencing a public servant. That's there's about three or four of those, and um, stealing somebody's identity a couple of those, and then um, not following the orders of the Secretary of State. Well, I'm sorry, but you know you know what? I'm elected by the people, not by the Secretary of State. And that her job is just to oversee elections. She's not my boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these are the kind of felonies that they brought. Nothing about the machines, nothing about what they said. I breached the machine, which I did not. Uh, those settings were changed. Isn't that funny how sneaky they've been to, to get me on stolen identity, impersonation, influencing a public servant? Yes. Can you believe it? The yes. guy that came in and deleted the election records. Supposedly, I influenced him and the IT department that I asked that I asked to do this backup, and they refused. So I had to go find someone qualified to do it. Mm-hmm. So if you're watching right now, you know I'm 
I'm going to tell the truth. And um, you bet. You know, the thing about this is, is that everything that you did when you were Mesa County clerk uh, was within the scope of your job as Mesa County clerk. You didn't step out of bounds. You, You had people who were refusing to accept uh, uh, an authoritative action that you had asked them to do, okay? And what Jenna Griswold was asking you to do was actually against the law. So you refused to break Colorado and uh, and federal law when you decided not to do what Jenna Griswold told you to do. And uh, by, by holding on to this information, it wasn't so that you could sell it to the Chinese or something like that. It's because you were legally obligated to ensure that it was maintained in some type of critical fashion. So it is pretty hilarious uh, that they're going after you uh, for the things that they have accused you of. I think it's even funnier that they put my show in there. Not the first time that my show has been part of a, 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 a legal proceeding recently. I think it was Liz Harris who told me recently that they also used my show in uh, in in her uh, deposition or her case. I don't remember exactly, but it's happened a couple of different times. So, uh, Eric Coomer, if you're watching, you know, <laughs> everything is alleged unless we say that, uh, you know, it was given to us as fact. I'm just re- I'm just reading the yeah. reading from a, a report by experts. Yes. So, so I and, would and, actually. Oh, good. No, no, no. You go ahead. You go ahead. I, I, well, I, I was just going. I was just going to clarify. I don't. I don't believe Dominion is the only one. I believe that all any machine that is capable uh, with you know uh, for someone to program uh, the software, we've seen it happen over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and breaches to your computer. I mean, you always back up. If you're gonna yes. if you're gonna do a major thing on your computer, your home computer, your work computer, you're gonna back up. You know, I've got a backup going on tonight on my computer. So, you know, you just do. Any and, electronic system, any computer system, any program, I mean, they have inherent vulnerabilities because of the way that they're built and and the systems that they have in place. You know, if they have a, a, an election system that's connected to the Internet, by very nature of that, someone, a, a good actor or bad actor or, you know, a, a foreign actor could break into the system to do whatever they wanted. And it's been shown time and time again in the halls of Congress, Democrats uh, before the 2016 election made a big stink about these electronic voting machines and the and the systems that they're running on, about how they could be hacked, how easy it was. Hacking conventions get together with Dominion, ESNS, and and Diebold voting machines just for the express purpose of of hacking them in real time so that people can see how easy this is. So it's pretty ridiculous uh, that they would like for us to believe that these systems are are foolproof. That simply is just a laughable assertion. It's not possible. Nothing is 100% except perhaps salvation, death, and taxes. You know, I mean, that's about it. But when it comes to uh, a system like this, you know, the, there's no way to say that it's 100% secure. Otherwise, and they won't let you see it. And they no. won't let you see it. They, they won't let you prove that it's secure and no. transparent. There's no transparency. As a matter of fact, Jenna Griswold when I, I mean, they, they've given me a couple times that I could have backed away and, and, and that sort of thing. And, and maybe I wouldn't be, you know, where I am now, but, um, but, but the country wouldn't be where we are now either. Um, as far as how much we've learned because of these images, because of, of these reports. Um, and so, 
she gave me the opportunity to uh, set me a 10 page memorandum of understanding that I was supposed to sign that it was, it was just egregious. She knew I wasn't going to sign it. I mean, basically I had my elections manager become my boss and watch me all the time. And I have to give a four o'clock every day report to the secretary of state. I'm elected official, you know, she's not my boss, but, but the part in there that I just really um, could not believe that she put in there. She said that I would agree to recant, repudiate, and recall or something like that. Take back what I said on Facebook Live, that these machines need to be more transparent to the people (laughs) and not be allowed to do what they're designed to do. That's what she wanted me to take back. And And when I wouldn't sign it, she took it to a judge and said, see, she's going to break the law. And the judge took me out of office. Out of, mm. I wasn't able to, for the next two election cycles, was not, not allowed to even go in to my elections department. I was banned from it. And you can't do that. A judge cannot do that. to an, If somebody accuses you, Zach, of doing something, they have to prove that you actually did it. They can't just just say, well, he's probably guilty. So let's take him out. Right. So Mm -hmm. they have done so many unlawful things The the secretary of state's recount of the, uh, of my um, secretary of state race didn't even do it according to the law. Law says you have to do voter verified paper ballots. She used fake ballots that, you know, that they use uh, sample ballots that they use before. Anyway, it, it, but but you know what's coming you know the lindell event Mm -hmm. right yep i'm gonna be there yeah definitely i'm gonna be there too so it'll be great and uh so so people need to go there go to the lindellevent.com and and uh and sign up and i imagine you want them to use your your um your promo code i do i don't know what it is off the top of my head though so (laughs) (laughs) i'll find it we've got to take a break for the second half of the show so uh, so i'll I'll find it in the meantime but let me just say uh thank you to fred awakening who says god bless you tina prayers up for you almost need to rename the book of job to the book of tina considering what you've gone through your strength is inspiring and then uh, Salty Zero says they deliberately made the election system complex to hide fraud. A simple system would get rid of a lot of it. No machines, use paper, count in front of everyone in small precincts. Yes, that's exactly it. Uh, it is convoluted by its very design so that we are unable to check out any single aspect of it. It's proprietary so that we don't have any transparency. Uh, and it's, uh, again, overly complicated so that we have absolutely no idea what's truly going on. All right, we've got to take a break. When we come back, I'll tell you what the solution is when we come back. Okay, we'll be right back in just a second. And just like that, half the year is done and gone. And in that time, my digital money has gifted us with some majestic crypto bull runs. Bitcoin, of course, remains the king with an 80% gain year to date. And financial institutions like Fidelity and others have announced funds they are actively working on to provide Bitcoin access to their clients. Ethereum gained 55% year to date, fueled by the Chappella upgrade. And Litecoin went up 35.25% year to date after it was chosen by Citadel Securities and 
fidelity-backed EDX markets to trade on its exchange. Bitcoin Cash, it's up 176% year-to-date. And my digital money has been emphasizing the importance of long-term data when investing for a long time. Don't get caught up in the daily social media chatter. Don't get caught up in politics, not when it comes to your investments. What you should be concerned about is how to invest securely. So invest with my digital money. When you invest with my digital money, your funds are secure. They will never co-mingle with our funds. In fact, no matter what happens with my digital money, your funds are always safe. So if you're ready to invest in cryptocurrency, invest with mydigitalmoney.com. Click the link in the description box below. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, there we are. We're back. We're back. Okay, so Tina, please uh, tell us a little bit about what uh, what you know about uh, the uh, Lindell event, the election crimes summit that's coming up. You said we have a solution. It's going to be good. So the last two years we've been talking about all the all the crimes, right? I mean, th- there's no doubt. There's no doubt anymore that they've cheated the elections. I mean, everybody knows that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the Rasmussen poll shows that 68% of the people out there believe that there was fraud in the election. So so that's not that's not even what this event's going to be about. This event is going to give the solution. And it's super secret right now. Um, only seven people know what it is. I don't even know what it is, but I know that I know that it is something that's never been talked about before. And that it is that we're going to take our, our country back using this this um, the super secret sauce. So um, everybody needs to tune in, tune into that. Yeah, okay. so I am I am very excited about it. And um, uh, the other day, Mike had uh, a Zoom call with <clears throat> a bunch of people who are going to be helping to promote this. And obviously, as I said, I'm going to be there in person. I'm going to be interviewing people. I'm going to be uh, covering it live uh, for myself. And I don't know if I'm going to be putting any information out on Badlands. We haven't really talked about that yet. Uh, but certainly, uh, hopefully, you guys will tune into the channel. And uh, and obviously, Mike wants everybody to watch it uh, as it's happening live. So uh, there is a special code that it relates to my channel that I have to give you so that you can use it to sign up to be able to watch the stream. And then uh, when you do, it's totally free thing, but uh, it will benefit the channel. So just keep that in mind. And I'm going to be putting that out as soon as I know what it is. And they get a free gift. And you get get a free gift. gift. That's That's right. right. And Mm -hmm. uh, also uh, Freight Awakening once more says, uh, I'm with Lindell and many others. No more machines, period. We can't ballot harvest and early vote our way out of the program. The problem that manipulated, uh, wait, with that manipulated machines at present. Yeah, there is no way for us to overcome these machines unless unless I feel like we're coming up on a very different type of scenario here in 2024, Tina, because it appears that there is a real possibility of a legitimate third party contender that could be running in 2024 Uh, right now. You know, if it's just Joe Biden and uh, Donald Trump in 2024, I think it's a foregone conclusion. They're going to do exactly what they did in years past, unless we can uh, at a local level shore up our elections, you know, county by county, uh, then they're just going to stuff the ballot box again. But if there is a third party candidate who's siphoning a significant number of ballots from Joe Biden as a candidate, I think it would be much more difficult for them to be able to successfully steal the election again. What, what do you think? I think that's a great possibility. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, I would welcome it because, but, but let me tell you, there is a way that uh, I actually, I'm going to Texas to speak on this. And, and then uh, I'm, I'm tomorrow I'm leaving for Texas, uh, Arizona and Nevada, because I'm, I mean, time is short and we've got to speak out, but listen to this. This is, this is called the hand count roadshow. And what they're doing is, and it started in Texas and it's, it's spreading for about $200 one-time fee. You can set up a station that has a camera above it and then a, a, a automatic um, mechanical counter and you have your people. I used to hire 150 election judges every election. So you have the election judges anyway that are there. They're sitting there. The, the, the camera's capturing the ballot and you're, and they're saying, okay, Peters, you know, pain. And, and they're, and they're counting it. Let's just say you felt like your uh, election that you won or, or that it didn't come out right. You could play the video back mm-hmm. and count your votes yourself or have a team of people count your votes. It's brilliant. And, and so what I'm telling people is, you know what, let them keep the machines. If they want to pay a hundred thousand dollars, a year maintenance to have them <laughs> have a trusted bill um, upgrade. Go ahead. You know, if you want to keep, if your commissioners want to keep putting out all that money, but you implement a process. See, as clerk, I could have implemented what I, I had Dropbox processes, you know, to make sure that everything, especially after they had stuffed it. Um, mm-hmm. So these, these clerks, these election professionals can implement this process very easy. It's under camera. The ballots counted with a mechanical, not a machine, mechanical counter. Um, you can always go back and look at it. So simple, simple. It's and, uh, and- it is deceptively simple. It just seems too easy. And and but you know that's unfortunately the problem. It's so good. It would work. It would allow us to see exactly how many people came up and put their ballot in there. And if we have. 250 extra ballots on top of all that, then you absolutely know somebody is stuffing the ballot box. It's, yeah. it's, it's a great idea. It's a great idea. Mott County, Texas. Mott County, Texas, TX. Mott County, TX is where they did it. Uh, Beth Beasel and Mark Cook, and I'm joining with them to help spread the word. As a matter of fact, Beth just came back from uh, from uh, Georgia, and they were very interested. And look at Texas. Texas has said, we are not going to use Eric anymore. The electronic registration information center, you know, that's um, a big win. That's a big win. Yeah, absolutely. And they don't like the machines out there either. So no, um, no, Uh, you're you're actually that event that you're speaking at. Is that uh, in conjunction with uh, uh, get the machines out the, the Gitmo people? Because uh, I thought I saw a flyer with you and Dr. D uh, having to do with uh, the get the machines out people. My friend Lori Gallagher is uh, is is associated with that. Oh, OK, um, well, I am. So it's on my website. I have um, I have where I'm going to be uh, my events on my website. And then I just came back from California. And I tell you what, these California people, they say, why should we leave our state? You know, we're not moving to Florida. We're mm-hmm. going to take California. So listen to this. I was at an election, a uh, 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 Friday night, I was at an election integrity conference. And then the next, uh, with Dr. Frank, and then the next day, I was with God, Guns, and Government. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that nice. a great title for an event? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. 
Um, so, you know, I wanted to get your thoughts on the Haldeman report because, um, you know, I had heard some things afterwards uh, that perhaps uh, Haldeman himself had uh, maybe pumped the brakes a little bit when he was putting this report together. And although the the report clearly shows that there were some really, uh, 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 you know, there was some hanky panky going on, you know, but he stopped short of actually saying uh, explicitly that it was one way or the other. Well, what did you think about the report itself? Well, so J. Alex Halderman, professor, uh, a Democrat, and he from 2007, he was actually going through and showing his students how these machines could be hacked. Mm -hmm. In 2017, he went before the Senate Judiciary Committee in Washington and said, listen, before the 2018 election, you need to let both Republicans and Democrats know the vulnerabilities of these machines. They did nothing. Um, And like I said before, I, after they said they were going to keep it sealed, uh, in February uh, 2022, February 12th, I said, that's it. I'm running for the belly of the beast. And I announced on February 14th, uh, Valentine's Day, I was running for Secretary of State um, to clean this mess up. Here, here's the thing. The reason that I did the image, the reason that I that prompted me to do the image was that Dominion and the uh, Secretary of State's office told me they were coming in to delete a QR code program. Mm-hmm. Well, so when you vote on the ICXs, so the ICXs are for handicap or for people that don't want to do a paper ballot, they just want to, you know, do a, a touch screen machine, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it prints, out a, it prints out a ballot with a QR code on it. And I always wondered, I thought, well, how do we actually know that that QR code is actually who that person voted for? So I was, I was a little suspicious of that anyway, just being a business owner mind. And uh, but when they said they were going to delete it off my system, I thought, well, what if I was ever called upon to do an audit? This is six months after the after the presidential election and a month after the municipal election. How would I even how would I count those ballots? Right. That's what prompted me to do that. And it was. And so here we find out from the, the J. Alex Halderman report that was what he was concerned about was mm-hmm. that barcode. So, um, yeah, I, you know, he's, he's a Democrat and it's going really well for the Democrats right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I also want to say that for Democrats or Republicans out there listening, this is not, and you know, this act, this is not Democrat or Republican, right? These globalists, these are, in, these are people that have been installed on both sides. Mm-hmm. Our GOP is, with this Ronald McDaniel stuff saying uh, bank your vote and telling these others uh, in other states, mine being one, Colorado being one, to bank your vote is a bunch. I mean, that right there disqualifies them in my book Mm -hmm. because, because that is how they, that's how they decide how to inflate the voter rolls Mm -hmm. uh, to fill in the amount of votes they need to vote for the people that may not necessarily vote. Um, and that's what we saw with in Arizona, right? With right. Carrie Lake, they voted on the last day, and then and then the bad guys panicked, started monkeying with the machines, and they were caught again. They don't mm-hmm. want to be caught like that again. They want to know ahead of time. So do not vote early. Vote on the same day. If you're mail ballot state, take your ballot with you, but ask for a ballot. If they say you've already voted, you call the sheriff right away. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. And whoever is in your, yeah, and report a crime. That's, that's definitely something we need to do. Okay, um, you guys, we have about 10 more minutes before we open up the phones uh, to uh, take your questions. So get those ready. If you uh, have any comments for Tina or you have any other uh, issues related to the election that you'd like to speak about, um, Tina, your court case remains ongoing. You mentioned earlier in the show that they had convicted you of uh, of two offenses. And what were those two that they were able to convict you of? And what is happening as a result of that? Okay. So um, in the video that you have, the, the six-minute video there, five minutes something, um, it shows what happened at a coffee shop. So so they I found I can just play out- it if you'd like. Or, or you oh, can- sure. Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let me get it pulled up. And, uh, you know, actually, you know, I've I've got, so I'm on the home page of your website and I've got selection code, the entire film. I've got the trailer and then I've got the ad that we watched. Where would I find this and other video? Down toward the bottom, it's America Happens. Okay. I see it now. I see it now. Okay. No, no, this is another one. America Happens. I've got it. Okay. And uh, just wait Stop. for the. Uh, Did you know spray, uh, the, thousands the commercial. of Americans are piggybacking off an IRS? Okay, here we go. What I'm about to show you is proof that our government has been weaponized against the American people. Tina Peters, as a public official, fulfilled her sworn duty and proved that 29,000 vital election records were destroyed and other malfeasance was discovered that resulted from an uncertified software upgrade mandated by the Colorado Secretary of State, Jenna Griswold. From that point, the full force of the weaponized government came against her, including the FBI raiding her home and confiscating her property. Secretary of State Jenna Griswold got Clerk Tina Peters illegally removed from office because she wouldn't recant her Facebook Live statements about election malfeasance. Her husband was coerced into signing a divorce decree in order to deny her access to any of his VA benefits. Her dad died while she was in jail and the DA subsequently harassed Tina and her grieving family. Incidentally, the same DA gave probation to a man who was caught with 26 pounds of fentanyl. That's enough to kill 8 million Americans. This criminal soon after escaped and left the country. This following event occurred after the FBI raided the home of Tina Peters and confiscated her property. Three detectives and two police officers showed up to a coffee shop with a warrant to confiscate Tina's iPad. Tina, you're not in control of the situation. There's a search warrant in your hand that says that that iPad is... That is evidence that you're... You're holding evidence, so I'm asking you to have it. Whose iPad are you at? That iPad. They are demanding Tina's property and she has the full legal right to talk to her lawyer, read the warrant to her lawyer, and have her lawyer advise her on what to do and what her legal rights are. Okay, so this is... I'm going to make that and call mine. Do you, do you have your reward with you? Yeah, I'm going to call my attorney. I just want to make sure you have it with you. Do you like Randy to read it? No, I'm going to read it to my attorney. And then what, and then what do you think? 
the intent of calling one's lawyer is for one to be advised by the lawyer as to what that person's legal rights are. One must ask, why is Detective Struey intentionally complicating this matter and asking Tina what she intends to do after she calls her lawyer when he knows that the reason she is wanting to call her lawyer is to get an answer to that exact question. Do you know what's going to happen after you call your attorney? You don't need to intimidate me. I'm calling my attorney. And again, for a third time and a fourth time, Detective Struey continues the bullying and invasive questioning and doesn't allow Tina to simply speak with her lawyer. All right, I'm going to go to my car. I'm going to get my phone, and I'm going to call my attorney. Are you? And then what is your projected next step? I will. We'll see what the attorney says. They need to. You, you know I have counsel, so she you can't just. After multiple attempts at inciting an incident. I have to go call my attorney, and then you obey. Nope. Here. Nope. Detective Struey makes his intentions clear. To walk with me to my car. We're going to walk to my car. You're not going anywhere. I'm going to, yes, I am. You're absolutely not. Now remember, these detectives have not said anything about arresting Tina. They are only here because they have a warrant to seize her iPad. Let go of me. Let go of me. Let go of her. Let go of me. Absolutely not. I will tell you that. Let go of me. As Detective Struey says here, this is all because someone accused her of taping a court hearing. You know I have counsel. So you can't just. Oh my gosh. This is what this is about? According to Detective Struey, five officers are needed to deal with a nearly 70-year-old lady that is being accused of recording a court hearing. This on its face is a preposterous idea, which should reveal what this is all about. An act of intimidation and bullying against somebody that revealed the fraud of the election system, and that was her sworn duty to discern and report. It hurts! The message being sent here is crystal clear. If you are an election official turned whistleblower, the weaponized government will persecute you relentlessly. Stop it! No! Let go of me! The camera captures a glimpse of the iPad on a chair covered in spilled coffee. And Detective Struey here, as you can see, is now in possession of the iPad. And here's Detective Struey trespassing into her purse, taking personal property beyond the scope of the warrant. And here's Detective Struey saying that they can't even prove that she was recording anything in the courtroom. You've accused me of something that didn't happen. Can you prove that happened? I can't. Yatina Peters was still put under arrest even though these officers got the iPad. Why? Because Tina Peters is the only public official that made a copy of the algorithm that is stealing elections worldwide. Tina Peters is an American hero, and that's why they are trying to destroy her. Hi, this is Tina Peters. Everyone needs to be involved to do something. Our republic is in jeopardy right now. Good Americans need to stand up and get involved. I love you. God bless you. 
and thank you. This is our corrupt police state government abusing their power. And if we allow this nonsense to continue, you, we the people, are next. Tina, my blood was boiling watching that happen. It, it's a it's a gross violation of your civil rights. It's just disgusting. And again, it, it, I'm not surprised. Like, it's wholly unsurprising to see that happening. It's quite obvious that they're drunk on power and they're doing whatever they can to intimidate you, to set you off uh, and, you know, drive you into some type of situation so that they would have the uh, authority to use whatever force is necessary. That's right. And, you know, they do, they, um, what they were doing with this is the iPad. And by the way, there's nothing on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they accused me of, 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 of filming my uh, a, a public meeting uh, or a public hearing where my chief deputy was there to uh, for her felony case that she um, they they did away with for her testifying against me. Um, but they here's it's on WebEx and they're accusing me of using my iPad to to film it. The next day I'm at a commissioner's hearing and they stop the commissioner's hearing because they see it in my purse and go get a search warrant, delay the commissioner's hearing. The uh, one of the commissioners leaned down and we've been able to hear what she said. She said, well, she won't want to come back here after this. And then the other guy the other commissioner said sacrificial lamb. I mean, then they followed me. They followed me from the commissioner's hearing one block away with five constituents, supporters of mine, were sitting in a coffee shop. And that's when all that happened. And the police that that arrested me without an arrest warrant, the police that arrested me thought the woman testified on the stand that she thought I was Randy. She thought I was the of uh, the guy. And so <laughs> I know this is like the Laurel and Hardy show. But what, they, but what they wanted to do was they wanted to set a precedent that I'm a habitual offender before we get to the criminal trial. You know, I don't even have a parking ticket or, or I've never had any run in with the law. And all of a sudden at 67 years old, they're trying to make people believe that I like my bucket list was just let's break as many crimes as you can within a, you know, a two year period. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you should see my wrist. I, I have pictures of my wrist. I thought they'd broken it. And that's the reason when they pull me down and clamp down, they didn't use the guard that keeps it from hurting you. They mm-hmm. clamp down my wrist and they pull down. And that's why, that's why my leg went up. And then they yeah. accused me of kicking a cop, which well, was, you know, it's, 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 it's awful. I've seen it before. I mean, I, they, they have a, 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 a manner of manhandling so that you end up being forced into these like prostrate positions and you can't help yourself. I mean, you're being physically injured. You're being twisted and contorted in ways that your body is not meant to move. Uh, And so, you know, I mean, how else are you going to react, but in a natural way, you know, it's, it's, it's awful. Yeah. So it's crazy. But so I just fired my attorney um, he, he really hadn't, he, I, I told him after the, after being convicted of the two misdemeanors, I said, if you can't even get me off of misdemeanors, how are you going to win at a felony trial? Mm-hmm. Well, 
you know, so, so there was con- some, some concern about him, but we've got a good legal team. The only thing is it's just for that team. And we're not talking about the other teams because they're trying to take my house. They're trying to um, do all these ethics violations and stuff that the, anyway, there's a lot right now. Um, $900,000 just for the legal team. So I need help. I need help because, um, yeah, you know, um, that's one thing. They have all the money. They have all of our taxpayer funds that we pay to prosecutors to come after us. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, there's some laws that need to be changed on that. There really is. They, they should not have unlimited resources to go after the American people like this. No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. So is there any chance of uh, perhaps uh, like arguing that you had ineffective counsel in in the first trial uh, as a result of, you know, what the what the disposition was? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I have really, really brilliant team uh, now. And so I'm leaving that all up to them. That's what they're, you know, but my job is to go and. Um, and raise funds. So that's why I'm going to speak. I'm speaking at churches. If, you know, people can give love gifts and they want to have me speak at their church. Um, I will not back down. I will not give up and I will not give in. Our, this country is too, is too important to all of us. And, you know, here, here's the thing, Zach, that really, um, that really um, burdens my heart is that all everything, fentanyl, human trafficking, the, the abuse and torture of children, um, the, the, the um, wars, you know, or, or rumors of wars that are going on, uh, all these awful, uh, the CRT, everything stems from the selections. Mm-hmm. Everything. If we get our elections straightened out, then all this will go away. Because we, the people will elect the ones that will make righteous choices. Yeah. And so that's why I, that's why I, I can't give up. I can't stop. You know, I don't sleep. I haven't had a vacation since 2016. <laughs> um, I know what so, that's like, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I tell people, I said, this is, this is the hardest job I've ever done for no pay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, if, if people can help with my uh, the legal, it goes right into a trust um, for the legal uh, the legal defense fund. And, and uh, where can and they do that at TinaPeters.us? Yes, they can okay. go to my website. Okay, and uh, yeah. oh, oh, it also you, you can also do TinaPetersForColorado.com. Is that right? You can. That yeah. was the old website, okay. but if they do TinaPeters.us, it'll take you there. Okay, so I thought we'll, that was a little easier to remember. Tina it is. Peters. It it is. I just I, I thought that they were two different websites until I saw that it forwarded to the old address. So I just wanted to make sure before I put it out there into the chat once again. Um, Thank you. Of course, of course. And uh, you guys, we have our first caller on the line, so we're going to bring them in. But before we do, uh, Freight Awakening says Tina. Are there any organizations like True the Vote helping you out behind the scenes? It seems like a worthy cause considering what's at stake for the nation and not just Colorado. You know, whenever anybody asks me that, I say, if you have, if you can ask uh, on my behalf, if you can write them or call them 
um, I would be most grateful. You know, I'm, I'm working, you know, many, many hours with very little sleep. Um, and so if somebody has ideas on where, you know, anybody that can help me, I would be very grateful. Yes. Okay. All right. Excellent. Okay. Let's go ahead and bring in our first caller and caller, go ahead and mute that stream. And can we get your name? Is this Casey? Hey, it's Zach. It's Casey. And uh, <laughs> hello again, uh, Tina. I think I got the call in to you last time you were on. Um, you know, the problem I have with elections just in general, it's like the laws that any legislature passes. It's, it's built in to be so convoluted, the average person cannot read through a bill, can't read through a, a ballot, if you will, and just, you know, people are saying, oh, let's go to the French model where, you know, say Le Pen and Macron are on the ballot. I can say, okay, well, let's go with paper ballots if you're just voting for Le Pen or Macron, okay? But we have to vote for, uh, in Michigan, because I worked the 22 elections, uh, you have to vote for state representatives. You have to work vote for four proposals minimum. Uh, you got a two-sided ballot. So that just aggravates the whole, what I call the adjudication rate, which is how I think they stole uh, 2018 in Michigan, but they've been doing it. They did it in Georgia in 2020. I mean, when you have an election and you have a runoff, but you have a very high adjudication rate on the original November ballot, then in January, when they're balloting again, you have another high adjudication rate. That just shows you how simple it is to steal a valid vote because it goes to the adjudicator and the adjudicator can say they, you know, uh, they want to vote for the Democrat as opposed to a legitimate Republican vote. So it all hands to the adjudication. And that's where you almost have to have a full force press to say we have to have as many workers as they have. And I love, obviously, the scanning every vote and having it on a loop, a TV loop that you can, you know, literally witness and count yourself. But I, I just don't know how paper ballots can be clarified and simple enough to the French example exactly, how you can exactly, you know, an hour after the polls close, you know you've got X number of votes and there's no, you know, ambiguity. So I, I, I'd love to see a, a real streamlined method. And if we need to vote for, you know, other candidates for other lower offices, you know, another date, uh, let's do it. But let's at least get to a simplification of the ballot so it can be scanned. And, you know, you got piles of one vote versus the other vote. And then you have a simple tallying. You know, you almost can exclude the machines. Well, I'll tell you something. Um I'm going to add to that pile is they're really trying to get in all 50 states ranked choice voting. It's a fractional voting. And when, if they're able to do that because of these people that have been selected in places of authority that they should not be, that is going to be a nightmare. You'll never be able to know who really won. And when, for those of you that don't know what ranked choice voting is, 
it's, it, it's, let's just say you fill out your ballot and you say, okay, well, I'd really like Donald Trump, but then my second pick would be uh, Robert Kennedy. And then my third pick would be somebody else, whatever. They see how many people supposedly, you you never know how many people voted for Robert Kennedy or, or Trump or, or, you know, whoever the other ones were. And then they say, okay, well, most of the people voted for this person, right? And that's how, that's how they do these, these, this um, ranked choice voting. And it is horrible. It's horrible. So if you oh, see it, it, the word, it, in Alaska, it was horrible. You never knew the like month and a half after that, you know, the Republican candidate lost. That's, so and, and, there's and, and no this, way to clearly cut. This goes back to the point that we were making earlier in the show, Casey, is that it's just another convolution that they've introduced into the system so that we don't know exactly what's going on. I mean, it just makes it so unnecessarily complicated. And, you know, the only reason is so they can cheat. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. And to speak the, 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 the QR code, you know, I was, like I said, working the election and that was the special handicap, you know, whatever electric machine. But of the, you know, probably 4,000 votes or voters that came through that day, no one used it. Mm. So at that point, you knew they couldn't steal it. But, you know, who's to say in the back back room if they didn't add some votes? You know, thank God John James and my district won. But I, I literally went around to all the machines after they were tallying up. And it's like I had a pretty good idea that it was going to win. But then again, all the other precincts, I, I never would have had a chance. But that, that, that handicap machine, you know, I think it's just thrown in there, obviously, to make it more complicated. Because if that's the avenue that they need to uh, make the adjudication rate, you know, go to their side, then they're going to use that as well. You've got to have an audible system. If you can't audit it, all right, completely and cleanly, then the shouldn't, system shouldn't be in, in uh, effect. So what we need to do is push for a quickly auditable system. If you can't have prioritized, you can't have secret uh, algorithms, you can't have any type of uh, quantified, uh, you know, secret algorithm that allows the voting to take place. You know what I'm saying? Everything needs to be out in the open and auditable because if you can't audit it, uh, you can't trust it. Right. That's right. You're exactly right. And, you know, we saw the stuff go down in Arizona, you know, when they did the recount. And the fact that that was just a, 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 a clown show, if you will, you know, and it's like you got three people reading the bullets. Like that. It's like you ought to be able to do an entire state in two weeks, you know, from top to bottom and get you know, a quantifiable number, you know, about the absentee overseas shouldn't be an effect. How about, how about one day? So if you, that if, would be beautiful. If, if you went by precinct and they were hand counted the way we know that they can be done. And if we had watermark ballots, so they couldn't be, you know, and also click, I wouldn't clean up the vote, voter rolls. I would trash the voter rolls. That's I, yeah. as, <laughs> as the clerk, I would say, I would send out with their Motor V little registration card. I'd say, okay, um, you have four months to come into the clerk and recorder's office or the registrars or wherever you, wherever you register to vote and, and to re- show your ID and to register. 
if you want to vote in this next election, you need to come in. And I would purge the whole flipping thing. You know, Texas just got rid of the, of Eric, which was which is great. Texas is making big, big uh, headway uh, with getting rid of machines and doing all that. And they're well, doing. I think you need buy- yeah. I was going to say, I think you need buy in from Republicans, Democrats, independents, everybody to have uh, clean voter rolls, but obviously an auditable system because it's going to benefit them as much as anybody else. Because if they get beaten a landslide with a Republican landslide, they're going to want to have to be able to audit it as well. So you got to have everybody have a buy-in. But it's not going to benefit the deep state who is selecting mm. their their people, and that's the bottom line. Is it's it's not Democrat and Republican or unaffiliated. It's it's not it's it's the deep state. When you when you learn as much about this. Um, as I have, and there's still a lot to learn, but of how they're doing this, these are, it's, it's not Democrat and Republican. This is highly controlled, very high level, uh, the way they're doing this and programming these machines and, and, uh, doing the, uh, registrations, inflating that, um, there's about eight different ways that they're, they're cheating, but we have to vote on the last day. Take your ballot. If you're, if, if you're mailed a ballot. Ask for another ballot. If they say you've already voted, uh, that means someone else has voted for you and they'll give you a provisional ballot. You don't, a provisional ballot is counted after it, it's the first ballot that makes it in that gets counted. So if they give you a provisional ballot, you're, it, it doesn't do you any good. So if they tell you you've already voted, you call the sheriff's office right then. And thank God we, I've been spending some time with the constitutional sheriffs, um, and, you know, we are making ground there, too, as well. As I feel out. like this This is such a, the constitutional sheriff's uh, aspect of this is such a I, I mean, it, it's it's brilliant, but it's just underused. I mean, I feel like there's not enough education. People don't understand, you know, how to take advantage of this, you know, who even has the power. And, and people are just so demoralized by everything that we've seen go on over the last few years. It's unfortunate. Well, and you need to you need to tip over the the uh, the Jenga tower of cheating too, and you've got to be able to. And this is what I would push for with Lindell and everybody else. Let's extend the moratorium and the the amount of time you can hold on to all the documents and ballots and everything from two years to say four years or six years. That way, I mean, last September third, it's like okay, well. They can't, you know, uh, contest the 2020 election because September 3rd is come and gone. So now they get to destroy the records. Let's hold the records for a longer period of time. It does nothing but add storage. But then again, you can go back if you find more information because their law there always pushes stuff off. It's like the statute of limitation with the Hunter Biden case. They push it off. They push it off. And by the time you get in there to get a case, you know, you're you're gone from a, a felony to a misdemeanor. So let's well, hold on to those records for four to seven years. You just need or a, ten you years, like your taxes. Yeah, you just need a case. I I uh, had my attorney uh, send a letter uh, telling them to not destroy any records. So um, so they're not supposed to destroy any records because we're still in a uh, in a case. Well, whether they follow that or not, 
like I say, all they have to do is degrade your reputation long enough. And now it just looks like a frivolous case at the end of the day. You know, they get enough of their attorneys and they work the lawfare system. You know, that's that's where we really need the foundation. The, you know, the GOP shouldn't be worrying about, you know, all down ticket, you know, uh, uh, candidates and everything. They should have enough money for lawfare so they have counselors that are able to, you know, go against every one of these places that they know they're going to cheat. Well, you know, here, we here's ought to the, have an army of warriors. Here's the problem, Casey, is that the GOP doesn't have our back in that way. The GOP as an institution is not interested in doing away with this uh, scheme for cheating that's been implemented all across America, because quite often there are many times, maybe as many times as Democrats, that the GOP is uh, is able to take advantage of this. I mean, this is how they get their establishment candidates in there. That's why people like Mitt Romney or Lisa Murkowski continue to remain in office, despite the fact that they clearly have contempt for the American people and for the people that they're elected to represent. Uh, And I'm hoping that they're going to switch to the Democrat Party, because at that point, we can finally get somebody else running on the Republican ticket there. And maybe we have an opportunity to get them in instead. Listen, Casey, we got to take the next caller, buddy. But I just wanted to give you an opportunity to wrap up and say any final thoughts for Tina. Okay, yeah, I really appreciate it. And you know what? It's obviously the strength of the uh, the new media, which is rumble, which is, you know, all these websites of free free speech that uh, we really got to get the word out there. We got to, and obviously go see Sound of Freedom again, because we're, we're chomping at their heels to, uh, to get our narrative into the mainstream and wake a lot of people up. But God bless you, Tina, for all the work you've done. Keep it up. Don't ever let them get you down because you've got an army behind you, at least with prayers. So, but money, when it comes to money, Please give to the free speech, give to the outlets, give to Rumble, give to anybody that's willing to let you say whatever you have to say, right or wrong. So yeah. and, God bless and to my you legal guys. fund, Casey. Absolutely. To my, to my legal fund. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Thank you so here. much. We'll talk to you soon, Casey. All right, Bye-bye. All right, we've got our next caller bringing in. And uh, caller, can we get your name? Hi, Zach. It's uh, Will. Will, how you doing, buddy? Well, pretty pretty darn good. Hey, I think you've met your match when it comes to corruption detection. <laughs> That's yeah, Tina. Tina's a, a real one. That's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we want to make a quick call. We don't want to take up too much time, but I just wanted to be on the same phone line with this brave woman next to you. We uh, were watching the uh, symposium. When they flew her in and all hell broke loose uh, with Mike Lindell and uh, the stories that were told just flabbergasted my wife and I. And then to hear later on the stories of the uh, imprisonment and for for just being and doing her job was just absolutely sickening. And her uh, being a gold star mom and hats off to her son and her husband and her father, all that stuff coming down is just unbelievable. And we so admire you, Tina, for everything that you continue to do. Um, Beyond that, um, I think it's absolutely disgusting, too, that we knew from the very beginning in 2020, uh, when several people were going through the minutiae of the machinery, that actually you need their own user manuals. 
They tell you that they can fractionally vote. They tell you that parts are made uh, overseas. And they also tell you uh, they fractionally vote and they connect to the internet, which mm-hmm. I mean, it's right from the user manual. And it's just disgusting how in our face it's gotten. And uh, we just hats off to Tina and everything she's doing. And we look forward to uh, August, I think, 16 and 17. Yes. Yes. That's right. Are you going to be at the election event? Or are you just no, going to be watching we'll be, from home? We're going to be glued to the TV. But, Tina, I wonder if you've heard anything um, or what your thoughts are on these 16 elderly electors in their 70s and oh. even early oh. 80s that have been uh, uh, in, are going to be indicted now for just simply doing what people have done almost every election since the beginning of time. That that enraged me. You know, I think the youngest was 55. There was 81 year olds. I mean, you know, these are the salt of the earth people that have stood up and volunteered. I think about the the judges that I uh, would hire for elections. I mean, these are people that are just doing their duty. And for them to go after these innocent people, that's what cowards these people are. You know, the, these criminals, they go after the uh, the innocent. And um, I'm telling you, God's watching them. God God sees all of this. And, you know, I'm sure that that those people will, um, you know, that, that they'll come out OK. But I, but it just it turns my stomach to see the depth of depravity that these criminals are willing to go. It's just evil, just, just plain evil. Yeah. It is much much evil versus good. There's no Democrat versus Republican anymore. And if God were in charge, the one thing that he would want in court that we have not had is discovery. Mm -hmm. Well, we we need to be able to tell our side of the story. And so much of the time, they're not allowing the truth to surface. And that's what's sad. You know, all my friends uh, tell me, well, they had 60, 65 uh, court cases that were uh, thrown out. Well, it wasn't mostly because of lack of merit. It was standing and latches and all these little intricacies. And there's just no bravery anymore. And plain corruption. Plain corruption as well, Will. Yes, absolutely. Elite capture and... And uh, not only uh, are they compromised uh, these days, but they're also probably threatened at the same time. Yeah, it was pretty obvious with Carrie Lake's attorney that there was something going on there. And, you know, I don't know this to be the fact, but I heard that there was some, you know, mortgage deals, all that land, uh, something going on with that judge. But, you know, if here's the thing, you know, the true patriot cannot it cannot be swayed by money power or position and those are the people that god is raising up is the people that can't be persuaded by money power and position and the and these criminals can't understand you know because they're not of that cut of cloth they don't understand us um that we would be willing to do this for our country and uh and for the citizens of this country well, we should be thankful we don't have to make anything up. The truth is on our side, dear. Right. You're doing a marvelous job, and I'll let you go. And, uh, Zach, uh, keep after the corruption detection. 
Thank you so much, Will. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for calling in. We'll see you next. We'll see you next week. All right, we've got our next caller coming in. It looks like it might be a Colorado native because they see a 303 area code. Caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name? Yeah, Bradley. Bradley, welcome to the program. What's on your mind? Well, first off, I'm going to apologize to Tina and her friend, who I... uh, I guess I uh, compromised the poor guy. She got him to try to help me, and I screwed up and compromised him accidentally. I want you to know if there's anything I can do. I'd really like to try to help that man because, uh, you know, I have no idea his situation for sure, but it doesn't can't be too good. And the other thing I want to ask her is if you know any constitutional sheriffs in Colorado, I'd sure like to know their names. I don't know, but I'm going to meet with uh, with a constitutional sheriff uh, when I go on my travels. I'm going to be with Sheriff Mack um, and I will I I need to find out if there's some here in Colorado, because um, I know the one in in Mesa County is not. He uh, he's told a friend of mine that he serves at the pleasure of the D.A. And until sheriffs understand their. Uh, their true role, that they're accountable to the people. Um, You know, that's they're elected by the people uh, and not to the DA. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Tell me if you know of any. Yeah, well, uh, (laughs) I'm looking. Um, They're they're few and far between if they exist. I was hoping, I guess they got a new uh, sheriff up in Boulder. But I, uh, you know, I mean, there were two Democrats running up there and I just don't have much hope for that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we need to get the elections fixed. So tune in to Mike Lindell, yes. the Lindell event. We'll yes. So <clears throat> I have actually gotten word from Mike Lindell's people. My code is going to be red pill 78. I'm just, I'm just waiting for the link to pass out to you guys. So uh, definitely yeah. as, as soon as I get that, it should be tonight while we're on the air, I'll go ahead and uh, send it out. I'll put it out on my telegram and Twitter and uh, truth social and all of that. And if you guys sign up, then I would sincerely appreciate it. All right, Bradley. Well, thank you very much for your call, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, and uh, thanks, thanks, Tina, and I appreciate it. And uh, please let me know if there's anything I can do for you and or your friend who, who uh, seems like the the Boulder police got a hold of them apparently, and they are crooked. I have evidence against all these guys. Incidentally, I also want to call out a little bit of HUD housing. Um, these guys are trafficking people, and they're dealing drugs, and I'm guessing human organs too if they're close enough to a hospital. Mm. Um, this is stuff I've observed because my enemies have put me in one of those buildings. So, and I do have evidence of this and corruption of the Denver police. So, um, if there's anything, anyway, you know, I can help, let me know. Uh, thanks a lot, Tina. Thanks, All right. Zach. Stay strong, Bradley. Appreciate you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, let's see. Uh, Freight Awakening says... Uh, the t- True the vote, we got that. Uh, he says, I believe in karma and Tina's in ticking upwards with each passing day. 
The Soros paid criminals will have heck to pay one day, hopefully in our lifetime. Also, uh, did you get your mail, Zach? No, I have not gotten my mail. I got a notification that I had mail, but we were unable to get up there today before they closed. So I'm going to have to go on Monday morning. Uh, But thank you. Uh, I'll let you know as soon as I do. You'll hear about it right here on the air. Uh, Caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name? Oh, it's Karen from California. Hi, Karen. How you doing? I'm fine. I I just I want to remind you, please try to get Raguski on. James Raguski. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry. It's it's definitely it's it's definitely it's just something I haven't done yet. It will happen. It will definitely happen. I appreciate it. The the clock is ticking. Yes. No. And, I... and, and it's so dangerously close. I mean. It, and then this is all for nothing. Yes. You, you know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. People will find it'll be a very good conversation for you. I you believe it. the number again? No, no, no. I've, I've got it right here. I've actually got it pulled up on my desk so that I can uh, so that I can take advantage of it as soon as the show is over. Okay. And Tina, our prayers are with you. And, um, we're, and it's nightly. It's going to be nightly now for you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Bless your heart. Mm-hmm. All right, Karen. Well, thank you very much for the call. Thank you for the reminder. I appreciate you. <laughs> yes. All right. Have a great night. We'll see you. <laughs> bye bye. All right. So, so Tina, uh, as a result of your uh, your new counsel, I understand that you guys have asked for uh, an extension on the beginning of the trial date. Obviously. Uh, they're going to need time to get up to date on exactly what's happened up until this point. Um, what exactly are we going to be expecting when that trial date does come? What are the charges for this new trial? Okay, so I will know uh, July 26th, I believe we're having a, a hearing with the judge and he'll decide uh, about extending the trial date. Um, so, I mean, it... it Usually that does happen, mm-hmm. um, but this this judge uh, is he was appointed by our our uh, radical governor Polis, and mm. uh, he's he's had a lot of disdain against me. Um, so we'll see. Um, you know, I think it's the right thing to do, and uh, you always pray that judges will do the right thing. So certainly, I'll, certainly, I'll know on the twenty sixth. And and what is the what are the charges in this new trial? So this will be the same. So it's the same trial. It's the same. It was the indictment. The yeah. uh, and they're also working on the on appealing the two misdemeanors. So this mm-hmm. this trial will still be the seven felonies and three misdemeanors, and then we're appealing the other two uh, misdemeanors uh, concerning the coffee shop incident with the iPad. Yes. So. Uh, and did they take your iPad and give it back to you or did uh, or did they they take it and hold on to it? Well, they they took it and then uh, and now it is um, it is in custody. Uh, and so I, I will be getting that back. But I still have not gotten back uh, what the FBI took on November 16th, 2021. They took 30 uh, jump drives. They took all my backup hard drives. They took like four computers. I mean, they were here from the FBI raided me at uh, uh, six o'clock in the morning and we're here till noon. Um, so 
uh, still have not gotten back any of those. Um, I mean, these, these were backups and pictures of my kids and, you know, stuff from that I've ever owned. They took everything. Wow. Wow. All of your electronics, I would imagine. So, so all of uh, whatever they took on that date, whatever the FBI took, uh, was that in reference to this, uh, this upcoming trial, or is that potentially something that they're holding over your head that uh, they can charge you with at a federal level? Yes. So this is, this is, has to do with the upcoming trial, but also they can use any of this. I mean, there could be state, uh, we know there is a state grand jury uh, that is going on. Uh, it could be a federal, you know, I don't know, you know, but the thing of it is, is I won't stop telling the truth. And, um, you know, my mom, you know, people try to tell me, they say, well, yeah, but you know, you might do this. Or when I was running for secretary of state, well, she might go to jail. Well, no, I'm not in jail (laughs) and and I'm going to keep fighting. And so, um, we don't know how long this is going to go on, but I do know that I won't give up. I won't back down. I won't give in because, um, you know, we've got a country to save. And as long as I have breath, I will be on your show and any other show and any other venue, um, you know, that I can speak at to call these people out. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Uh, we've got another caller on the line. Uh, Jerry Warren, let's bring them in. Maybe I said that name correctly. Maybe I didn't. Caller, uh, you are on the air, but your audio is not connected. So hopefully if you can hear us through the audio on the stream, uh, then you'll go ahead and, uh, and get that connected for us, and we can go ahead and get your question. Uh, while we're waiting for uh, Mr. Warren's audio to connect, I need to say thank you to Sean Joe over on the Foxhole. Thank you for the cookie. Doug Simey, thank you as well. Uh, thank you to Sean and Doug one more time as well. And caller, your audio is still not connected. Uh, we just need you to, and he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll Whoops. connect again. Maybe he'll connect again. Okay, excellent. Uh, Tina, uh, we're going to be wrapping it up here in just a moment, but I, I want you to tell everybody where they can find you. Remind them about the website again. Uh, tell them when you're on the air and when they can hear your shows. Thank you. Thank you, um, Zach. So I'm I'm on Badlands on Monday nights. So, to, to, uh, uh, so this Monday night, I have Colonel John Mills, uh, amazing patriot. And uh, he's been involved for 40 years through the White House through I mean, he's a he's a great one. Um, so my my shows are on Monday evening, nine Eastern. Uh, and they're also on Rumble, Badlands and Rumble. Uh, you can go to my website, tinapeters.us. And there you can see where I'm going to be, what, um, you know, s- some of my shows, uh, where to donate. You can donate right there to the legal fund. Um, and yeah, so uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Real Tina Peters. All the, the links for Telegram, Twitter, Getter are all on my website. It's very easy to remember, tinapeters.us for United States. There we go. Good, nice and simple. 
All right. Uh, you guys, I want to thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. And of course, thank you so much, Tina, for being here. And thank you for your bravery and your continued efforts to shine a light in this uh, very, very dark time. Uh, you guys, tomorrow is Sunday, so I will be gone, uh, but I'll be back on Monday, obviously at 5 p.m. for Red Pill News Live, and then at 10.30 on Badlands Media for Baseless Conspiracies with John. Uh, we have one final thank you for Fredo Awakening over on Rumble. He says, great show, Zach. Thank you for your time, Tina. And if you don't mind my saying, you look great for 67, especially considering what you've been through. MAGA women always seem to be pretty. So weird. It's because... Our, uh, our hearts and souls are in the right place. And when that happens, uh, the the rigors of life don't affect you, your face in the same way as they do if you're a blue-haired leftoid screaming into the ether about how angry you are at the world. So, <laughs> Tina, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Zach, so much for what you're doing. You know, just keep keep telling people what's going on. I appreciate you so much. Absolutely. You're welcome back anytime, and I'm sure we're going to see you very, very soon. You bet. You bet. Thank you. Good Good luck and God bless everyone. We'll talk to you next time.